So today's topic is the saintly son of a demon. So we are starting a new series because His Grace Governor Prabhuji is busy with some other stuff, so he won't be able to take session for a few weeks. So we'll so so that we can continue the Bhagavad Gita what where he has left. We are in the between. We'll be having very nice sessions based on Srimad Bhagavatam. I hope all of you have heard about Srimad Bhagavatam. It is the ripened fruit of entire Vedic literature. And Srimad Bhagavatam has many, 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 many instructions which are very, very important for our spiritual advancement. And instruction with pastimes. So we will try to cover some of the instructions, although it's not possible to cover all, all of them because it should cover all of them to take a lot of time. But all the main instructions from the devotees of the Lord, just like Prahlad Maharaj, Dhruv Maharaj, we'll try to cover all of them. And these instructions, mind you, will for some time uh, we when we read Vedic literatures. So Vedic literatures are have many, many divisions, as we know. There are Vedas, then there are Upanishads, then there are Sanita, then Puranas, like that. It has got many, many branches. Vedic, Vedic knowledge is very, very vast because it, it will cover entire human civilization, not only of this planet, other planet also. So, Vedic instructions which we found in Vedas are, are not meant for one particular class of people, which understand. It is meant for all the kind of people, person who is in the lowest lowest mode of guna, like this Tamagun, and to the person who is a very highest elevated devotee, just like Prahlad Maharaj, they are actually instructing, but very advanced devotee. So it is actually meant for everyone. So that's why especially uh, this Srimad Bhagavatam, you will find some of the instructions which are very, very bold in nature, in the sense that there will be very, very harsh words will be used in some time you will find, especially in uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, just like a human being, if he if he's identifying himself as a body, he's no better than him better than an animal like ass. So these kind of words will be used so that ultimately a person can understand. Sometime till the time we don't get any harsh words, it doesn't strike us. So we'll find this kind of uh, harsh words or very hard words or hard instruction, especially Srimad Bhagavatam. So that's why it is called as Aman Purana. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's most of the teachings are based on Srimad Bhagavatam only. So it is a very important literature. It has 12 cantos, 18,000 verses. But we will be covering uh, some of the very important instructions. Just like today we are covering instructions of uh, Prahlad Maharaj. And we will try to understand from uh, his teaching. It will not only one session of Prahlad Maharaj's teachings. There will be many sessions on his teachings because it is not cannot be covered in one session. Such a nicely he has spoken everything in the Bhagavatam. Now, as we told about Srimad Bhagavatam, it is little harsh to understand and Krishna says also in Bhagavad Gita that Manushanam Sastrashu Kastitya Siddhai. And further he says, Bahunam Janmanam Mante Gyanvan Maam Prabhadyate. So that means Krishna is telling Manushanam Sastrashu out of many, many hundreds of people, thousands of people, one will try to understand me. Manushanam Sastrashu Kastitya Siddhai. He will even try to understand me. And Yatatam Api Siddhanam Kastitveti Maam Tatutaya. That means even them also, those who are trying to understand me, they are trying to become perfect in their life. Very few people be, will be able to understand me. And further he says, Bahunam Janmanam Ante Gyanavan Maam Prapatya. He says, after many, many births, a person who is Gyanavan, who is intelligent, who is in knowledge, 
Vam Prapadyate. He will surrender unto me. Vasudeva Sarvamiti Samahatma Sudhirlava. The person for who? For the person. Vasudeva is everything. To find this kind of person is very, very difficult. So that means understanding of Krishna, understanding of absolute truth, understanding of Dharma, understanding the two religious principles, it is not actually very easy. That's why this material called as material world is called as illusion. Illusion in the sense, once a person, this material world, if he doesn't have proper guidance, he will be keep on suffering in this world. Just like you go in a dark well, you will never be able to come out because it's a dark well. Similarly, this material world also is kind of a jungle. It's a forest where a person, if he's lost, till that time he gets uh, mercy of a pure devotee, he cannot come out of it. And furthermore, problems are there in order to understand Krishna. First of all, we living entity, we do not have any desire to understand about God. Especially in Kaliuga, you will see, just like this session's message we are, we are having right now, it goes to, I mean, if I'm not wrong, maybe some 2,000 people will receive this message. But how many will come? Around 100. So that means what? We ourselves don't have any desire, first of all, to understand Krishna, understand about spirituality, understanding about the purpose of life, understanding about religion, understanding about dharma. <coughs> Excuse me. So we don't have a desire. Second, Krishna says, as we understand in, from our scriptures, that Krishna is called as Adokshaja. What is the meaning of Adokshaja? Adokshaja means you cannot perceive Krishna from our material senses. Adokshaja, he is beyond our approach to material senses. One cannot approach Krishna through his blunt material senses. That's why there is a verse, Atashri Krishna Nam Avadi Nam Bhavet That means the Krishna's name, character, form, pastimes one cannot understand by his blunt material senses. And that's why we try to apply our logic, our reason. Sometimes people are very, very logical. You want to understand everything by logic. Everything fails when you try to understand about Krishna. That's why many people, they say this statement I have mentioned many times. When Krishna, we talk about Krishna. So uh, there are some people, they say like that. He, uh, we, can, uh, we can accept that Rama can be Supreme God. Lord Ramachandra can be Supreme God. But Krishna cannot be Supreme Lord. Because how come Krishna is Supreme Lord is doing this kind of activity? He is uh, no, he's stealing butter and he is <coughs> taking cloths of gopis and all these things he are doing. So Krishna cannot be God. So that means their understanding. Okay, somebody has mentioned his lagging issues with everyone or just happening with me. So if in others' case also is lagging, please uh, let me know. I don't think so it is lagging in others' case. Please check from your side. <coughs> No problem. Okay, others are telling is fine. Okay. So Krishna cannot be God because uh, you know Krishna had done so many activities. He's he's telling lie in the battlefield. He's doing some activities which should not be done. And uh, so all these things are there. So how can Krishna be God? And that's why they they never able to understand the supreme absolute truth. So that's why we have to approach a spiritual master. When a spiritual master tells us. What is the meaning of that particular activity? Then only we can understand. So as we're discussing, it is, first of all, we don't have any desire to understand Krishna. We have three problems. Why we are not able to understand, very difficult to understand Krishna. There are three issues. First, we don't have any desire. As we know, if a person is having uh, option, spirituality is a last option for most of us. Just like one person was telling that he was giving some donation per month. 
and somehow stopped giving. So he asked, what happened? Why not able to give? <coughs> no, something is emergency. So he told, no, Prabhuji, some difficulties there. No, this is there, that is there. So then he himself told this thing. Then Prabhuji, I am thinking that what kind of person I am. That I was giving every month to, for some duration to Krishna and some trouble come. First of all, I reduce that amount. First of all, I stop that donation. So the first thing what I think which is optional giving is giving it to Krishna. So that's why we don't have any desire also. We are in this uh, Kali Yuga. So we don't have any desire. And Krishna is a dokshaja. He is not able to understand. He cannot understand very easily. And third thing is, when Krishna says Bhagavad Gita, Naham Prakash Sarvasa Yoga Maya Samabhutam. That means, I am not exposed to everyone. I am not exposed to everyone. I am only exposed to my devotees. So only a devotee of the Lord can understand what is the real feature of the Lord, what is the purpose of behind particular act and why Krishna is acting in particular way. Then only a devotee can understand what is the real meaning of religion, what is the real meaning of dharma, what to follow, what not to follow. That only a devotee can tell. Nobody else can. So what is the hope for us? How to understand? That's what we are discussing today. And this is a verse in Mahabharat. So this is a very important verse. Sita Prabhupada quotes it many times. Arko pratishta shuto vabhibhinna. Nasa vrishir yasse matam nabhinna. Dharma satattam nihitam guhaya mahajanu yenaga tathasa pantha. It is in Mahabharat. So very, very important verse if you really want to understand how to understand spirituality. So it is mentioned here. Tarko apratishta. That means by our logic, by our tarka. Many people, they have very logical mind. They want to understand uh, everything by their logic. And we should also, we do not promote blind faith. We should have proper understanding of everything what we are doing. But still we understand that logic has its own limitation. You cannot prove everything by logic. You cannot prove anything, everything, why it's particular activity is happening in a particular way. Because Krishna is, as I understand, as I told, Krishna is beyond our mental understanding. Because whatever we think, we think with our limited senses. Just like Prabhupada gave example of a frog in a well. A frog in a well cannot understand what is the size of an ocean. For him, it will always be a kind of a mystery. That how ocean looks like and how it is, uh, no, uh, how vast it is, it can it cannot understand. But a person who has come coming out of that ocean, he can tell what is the uh, height, what is the height and width of the ocean. So tarko apadista we cannot understand. Just like many times people say they have this understanding that how okay, how can I believe that Krishna knows everything and how can I believe that he is inside also outside also. So that definitely we cannot believe right now till that time. We have proper understanding of Shastras, proper understanding of scriptures, and only we can understand. So, Tarko Apratista, we cannot understand by Tarka, by logics, because logic says, you know, own limitation. And Shutuvavibhinna, this is also very important. Shutuvavibhinna means even Vedas also have different, 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 you will find in Vedas also, there are different, different conclusions sometimes, although it is not meant for to confuse anyone, but actually it is a fact. That Vedas, as I told, talks about many, many things. Vedas not only talk about spiritual spirituality, talks about even economic development also. It talks about even meat eating also. Now somebody can say, one portion of the Vedas talking about we should not eat meat. Another portion of this talking about that you can eat meat. So this is, this is an apparent contradiction in the Vedas. But if we take the guidance of a 
bonafide devotee bonafide guru bonafide acharya then we can understand what is the confidential reason behind this transcendental differences although there is a difference here yeah, somebody can say one side it is mentioning you should not kill animals other side you, you are killing animals you are doing animal sacrifice also so how to understand this to shuti avibinna that means you cannot understand by shuti also by cannot your own uh, mental understanding because that is a limited limited and next thing is dasa rishi yasya matam na binnam that means a muni nasa rishi yasya matam na binnam that means there are very very mental spoken there are many many mental speculators that means what they speculate on the absolute truth it can be like this it can be like that and every speculator or every uh, muni so called muni thinker is different from another thinker otherwise what is the value of that thinker if you are going to produce the same result with somebody else as produced then what is the meaning of your research that means you should produce something which is different then only you will have a name you people will recognize you so nasha vrishir yasya matam ne vinnam and that's why seeing today's world i was hearing uh, seeing a video about uh, there is a very popular writer among the youngsters and he writes on uh, indian history indian mythology he directly call his mythology for them it doesn't ex- never exist so they call his mythology and he writes on bhagavad gita he writes commentary on uh, uh, ramayana he writes commentary on krishna and he is a totally number one atheist he is telling different different meaning the meaning of samadhi what is the meaning of samadhi generally we understand when a person is totally absorbed in spiritual life he is totally absorbed in spirituality this is the meaning of samadhi but this person has some different meaning of samadhi samadhi means samved and avdhi means ayu something like that some mental concoction and very offensive they are thinking krishna is a normal human being gopis as a normal uh, no the uh, normal women and then they are commenting on them so it's a very 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 sinful act they are blaspheming krishna but he have to do that because he have to present something else just like recently we saw this one movie came somebody was singing ramalila so ramalila everyone has everyone has heard now let, let us do something else that is called as ramalila so that ramalila to har koi karta hai bhai hum ramalila karenge so that so that people will understand us they will have different name so targo patishtha you cannot understand by logic you cannot understand by shrutva vibhinna your own reading of vedas because veda also talks about many many things and nasha rishirate matam na binnam speculators and this philosopher also will have different different opinion then what is the solution yes solution is also there dharma satatvam nihitam guhaya mahajano yena gatasa pantha very very important thing this is a standard understanding dharma satatvam nihitam guhaya what is real religion what is the meaning of religion what is the meaning of worshiping lord what is the real duty of a living entity what is dharma of a living entity it is tattvam nihitam guhayam it is actually there in the heart of a mahajana guya guya means it is a very confidential thing it is not exposed to everyone and whose mahajana yene gata sapanta we should follow the path of mahajana mahajana means pure devotee advanced devotees those are authorized to give this knowledge that is the meaning of mahajana so th- directly mahabharat what is telling that if you really want to understand what is the meaning of religion what is the meaning of understanding god you have to follow the mahajan mahajano yene katasa pantha so this is the translation of this verse please mind the fonts and everything because it is not meant for like a very fast presentation for the sake of showing all of you 
So dry arguments are inconclusive. A great personality whose opinion does not differ from others is not considered a great sage. Simply by studying the Vedas, which are very, very gated, one cannot come to the right path of, by which religious principles are understood. The solid truth of religious principle is hidden in the heart of an unadulterated, self-realized person. Consequently, as the Shastras confirm, one should accept whatever progressive path the Mahajanas advocate. So what we understood from this verse from Mahabharata, very important verse that we cannot understand what is dharma, what is religion, what is supreme personality Godhead by logics, by studying our own Vedas, by reading so many philosophers. No, not possible. It is possible simply by following the footsteps of a Mahajana who is a pure devotee of Krishna. Now who are Mahajana? Let us understand. So everything is very clear in our scriptures. If a person takes knowledge from authorized spiritual master, he will get everything. So now who are Mahajana? This is mentioned here. Swambhu Narada Sambhu Kumara Kapila Manu Pralada Janaka Bhishma Balir Vayasiki Vayam Dvadashi Ite Vijanimo Vijanimo Me Dharamam Bhagavatam Bhata Guyam Vishuddham Durbodam Yam Gyanam Ritam Ashnute. So, what is the meaning? Lord Brahma, that means Lord Brahma, Bhagavan Narad, Narad Muni. Lord Shiva, the four Kumaras, Lord Kapila, Swambhu Manu, Pralad Maharaj, Janaka, Janak Maharaj, Grandfather Bhishma, Bali Maharaj, Sukhadev Goswami and myself know the real religious principle. So myself means this, actually this verse is in Srimad Bhagavatam and this verse is uh, quoted by Yamaraj. So Yamaraj is also one of the authority in understanding religious principles. My dear servants, this transcendental religious principle, which is known as Bhagavad Dharma or surrender unto the Supreme Lord and love for Him, is uncontaminated by the material modes of nature. It is very confidential and difficult for ordinary human being to understand. But if by chance one fortunately understands it, he is immediately liberated and thus he returns home back to God. So clearly mentioned there are 12 authorities, there are 12 Mahajanas who are authorities in Vedic understanding. If you really want to understand what is the real meaning of dharma, you can see one of the 12 Mahajanas. So Mahajana Uyene Gattasar Pantha, these are the Mahajanas whom we should follow if you really want to understand what is spiritual life. And one such Mahajan is, we can see here, Pralad Maharaj's name is mentioned. You can see. Swambhu Narada Sambhu Kumara Kapilamanu Prahalado. You can see the third line, Prahalado. Prahalad means Pralad Maharaj. So, Prahlad Maharaj is one of the authority. Although he is a child, somebody can say, how can be authority when he is giving instruction, he is a child. No. In spiritual life, it doesn't matter whether you are a child or you are a very advanced, a very old age person. If you have a mercy of Krishna, you can make the highest conclusion of the Vedic understanding. That's what Prahlad Maharaj is giving. We will see during the course of our discussion in this uh, instruction by Prahlad Maharaj, the highest conclusion of the Vedic understanding is being given by Prahlad Maharaj, who is a very, very small child that the child is giving. Now, sometimes people say, some, how can a child can understand? Yes, he can understand. Just like we have one more example of Dhruv Maharaj. So, Dhruv Maharaj was very also a small child. And he went to, uh, he went for Tapasya because he wanted to have a kingdom, kingdom even more gorgeous than his father. So, her mother told, okay, you go and you, did, you do Tapasya and Lord Vishnu can give you this thing. And when he... Uh, he did tapasya 
and this tapasya was very very austere very very severe tapasya and within 6 months he saw lord vishnu face to face and then when he saw lord vishnu lord vishnu touched him and then he started offering prayers and these prayers are very very wonderful prayers again in bhagavata so that means even so called knowledge of material thing is not required even a child can even offer the best of the prayers if he is uh, guided by lord and what is the portion of prahlad or let's understand so amongst the devotees of the lord there are several divisions several divisions mainly nitya siddha and sadhana siddha nitya siddha devotees never fall down to the reason of material atmosphere even though they sometime come onto the material plane to execute the mission of the lord so two kinds of devotee nitya siddha and sadhana siddha so prahlad maharaj is a nitya siddha devotee mahabhagva devotee that means they come in this material world not for some because they have fallen down from their position they have come in order to teach in order to make us understand what is the purpose of life what is the real goal of life what is god what is dharma and how to achieve god how to understand god how to become a faithful servant of krishna all these things we understand through this nitya siddhas and that's why they come here and sadhana siddha means the living entities who uh, after coming in this material world to they practice spirituality they follow rules and regulation under the guidance of a pure devotee and they develop love of god had and ultimately love their love love for krishna and ultimately at the end of this life they will reach to reach back to krishna again so prabhupada said ultimately in spiritual world there is no difference nitya siddha and sadhana siddha so prahlad varai such a devotee who is nitya siddha is not a ordinary uh, human being or you cannot say it is a child so no he may he may he is a child so his understanding may not be good no is favored by krishna And now, Shrimad Bhagavatam. As I told, there are twelve cantos in Shrimad Bhagavatam, and seventh canto talks about this uh, pastime, beautiful pastime of Pralad Maharaj. And just to take a brief history, I I hope everyone has been aware of Pralad Maharaj. But still, I will take just a little quick uh, history of Pralad Maharaj. So, who is Pralad Maharaj? Pralad Maharaj is the son of Hiranyakashipu. Hiranyakashipu is one of the greatest demon, and uh, he wanted to become immortal immortal hiranyakashipu and so he did lot of tapasya he got some boon also he uh, he he asked brahma ji give me this boon said i should not die in this particular moment i should not die by human means many many things he permutation combination he asked and he was thinking that i will cheat god but unfortunately is not possible so he uh, did lot of tapasya to become immortal and finally he got this uh, Brahmaji's Brahmaji came and gave whatever he wanted, and he had a son by name Pralad, and this Pralad, Pralad Maharaj, was a great devotee of Lord Krishna, Lord Vishnu. And since Hiranya Kashyapu uh, was a demon, he was an atheist, and he himself he was thinking that Vishnu is my enemy, so he was against Lord Vishnu. But his son himself was devotee of Lord Vishnu, Lord Krishna. So there is a very uh, precarious condition for Pralad Maharaj. and he his father he was trying to kill him he was trying to give him poison he was trying to beat him and many many things he was tortured like anything so we can understand from this that when you follow krishna consciousness sometime even family members also will not support you it happens many times that uh, even case of pralad maharaj that family members are against him although he is a devotee of krishna but family members are not accepting so that's why prabhupada says following krishna consciousness means raising a war against maya 
that means it is not we cannot expect and on following krishna consciousness everything will be very nice that means nobody will, there will be no trouble there will be troubles but that is a test of your devotion so in prahlad maharaj case also even family members himself his father wants to kill him can you just imagine a father wants to wants to kill his child because the child is a devotee of krishna and he did a lot of austerities prahlad maharaj he went through many many difficulties but he never deviated from his path of uh krishna consciousness he never deviated from worshiping lord krishna and the seventh canto as i mentioning seventh canto fifth chapter i think the title is signs of god seventh canto that's the title of seventh canto signs of god now it is very interesting to understand signs of god because many time people understand this thing they have this conception that spirituality is something which is a sentiment thing or you can you have your own emotion there is no philosophy there is no science behind it but it's not a fact actually it's the biggest science it's the biggest science but in order to understand this science you have to approach a correct master also just like in this material also you don't to understand some material subject matter we approach a person we think who is bona fide similarly here also if you want to understand spiritual thing if you want to understand real purpose of spirituality you have to approach a bona fide spiritual master and that is the beginning of spiritual life it is told adav guru ashraya your spiritual life begins when we surrender to a spiritual master we accept a bona fide spiritual master and then he guides us then he tells us what to do what not to do why it is important we understand one more thing just like here also if you see this verse here uh if you read prabhupada's writing here lord brahma and bhagwan narada now we have understanding that bhagwan means krishna krishna supreme personality godhead but you will find in many many places in scripture also bhagwan word is being used for many many other personalities also just like uh, narad muni we can see here they prabhupada has used word bhagwan ved vyas for ved vyas this word bhagwan has been used and for uh, even many other devotees this bhagwan word has been used So somebody get confused. Why it is Bhagwan word is being used? Because and for Brahma also Bhagwan word has been used. Because anyone who represents, just like for example, this we were hearing a lecture, nice thing. Just like suppose you are representing a company, you are a represent, you are representing a very big organization, and you go to some other organization as a representative of that particular company, you will get all the uh, required respect. and everything which are supposed to get because you are representing that particular company similarly any devotee who represents krishna in full he is also considered as bhagwan so if you have not proper understanding somebody can say okay this narad is also bhagwan supreme personality godhead then he is also brahma is also supreme personality godhead and then everyone is supreme personality personality godhead no not like that you have to understand in context similarly the word atma you will find atma krishna prabhupad as still krishna also say there are many many ways atma word has been used atma means body also atma means mind also and sometimes most of the times atma means soul but sometime it means body also and mind also so what is the meaning of a particular word and what is the actually purport of the particular word we can understand only and only when we the science we can understand only we when we approach a bona fide spiritual master So now let us understand. Till now we discuss about Pralad Maharaj. What is the teachings of Pralad Maharaj? This, this is the first verse I am telling. See Pralad Uvacha. So as uh, it is the custom that a boy for understanding uh, 
for education he goes to gurukul so hiranyakashipu also sent his uh, child pralad maharaj to gurukul and after coming back from gurukul he is asking his son what have you understood from gurukul now this is the answer of pralad maharaj after hearing this answer he got shocked so what pralad maharaj is telling please hear carefully shri pralad uvacha tat sadhu manne asurvare dehina सदा समुद्रिघ्नाधी is certainly embarrassed by anxiety because of having fallen in a dark well where there is no water but only suffering one should give up this position and go to the forest vana more clearly one should go to vrindavan where only krishna consciousness is prevalent and should thus take shelter of the supreme personality of god so this is the verse spoken by pralad maharaj and first verse from his teaching Let us understand one by one what Pralad Maharaj is trying to tell. First thing, what he is telling is, we should understand, we should note this thing. What he is telling that what I have learned from my spiritual master. That means he is quoting his spiritual master. He is quoting authorization. This is also very important. Just like I told many people, they do mental mental concoction. They don't have any base. What they are telling, they don't have any base out of it. They will simply have something in their mind. They imagine something. They will write a book. And that will, book will become popular, and people understand. Oh, very nice! Such a nice mental concoction this person has done. So, Pralad Maharaj is quoting. As far as I have learned from my spiritual master, that means he is quoting his spiritual master. He is quoting his authority, and this is the way of getting knowledge from spirituality. About spirituality, how to take knowledge from proper bona fide parampara? That means we have to quote. Whenever, just like you see Prabhupad. If you read Prabhupada books, or if you read any of the Prabhupada lectures, if you see Prabhupada lectures, hear Prabhupada lecture, you will find almost after every line he will quote a verse. Of almost after every instruction he will quote a verse. Why it is so? Because this is the way of understanding and teaching about Western philosophy. It is not a mental conclusion. Somebody should not say I think as per my opinion, as far as I am concerned. No. Whatever we are telling, it should be backed up by Guru Shastra Shastra. Whatever we are telling, it should be authorized by Guru, spiritual master. It should be then the Shastras, and it should be uh, authorized by saintly person also. So Pralad Maharaj is quoting here what uh, authority. And next important thing is who has accepted a temporary body and temporary household life. So this is the very important thing. The first mistake which happens in almost all the cases. Is that that we accepted this material life, this temporary body, as permanent, and for that purpose, because we have this body, we want to make this body very nicely, keep this body very nicely. We want to make sure that we should take full enjoyment out of this body. We work very hard. So this is the reason of that's why we uh, suffer this material world because we accept this temporary body and te- accept this temporary life as permanent, and then. we work very very hard and we get entangled in this material world and so many time people entire life they struggle very hard to get get some good thing in life but ultimately whatever they get ultimately it is 
after some time, the same thing and things have been taken back. He's not happy again, the same person because he's trying to do something which is foreign to the soul. The nature of the soul is, Prabhupada also writes in this purport only, the nature of the soul is it is servant of Krishna. So it can take happiness only and only when he's serving Krishna. But if you have accepted temporary body and we are trying to make happy ourselves in this temporary body and trying to make permanent adjustment in this material world. So we, we were very hard to make permanent adjustment. But what is the guarantee that tomorrow we will stay or not? Just like one example when devotee was, just like you have, suppose you are going in a train and you are going in sleeper class or let's say AC class and you saw there is some uh, the seat is not good or there is some other things are not good, the bell is not working, something like that. And what you do, what we are trying to do, no, let me correct everything. Let me make a nice place here. Let me make bring all the good, uh, what luxurious things here so that I can make a house, nice house here and I can stay comfortably for, for let's say 12 hours journey, you have done everything. You have brought nice bed sheet, nice comfortable adjustments and make sure it looks like looks like a house. You are bringing more and more. You are bringing television here so that you can have a nice experience. But how long? Because one day, maybe after 12 hours, you will have your station. You will have to get down. You cannot enjoy everything. Although you spend a lot of time and energy there. So similarly, even though a person very, very nicely, he works hard in this material world in order to enjoy. But actually, since it is not the nature of the soul, person will ultimately be frustrated. And that's what we see. Recently, there was a study, I think, of would have seen. Uh, in last year, the death because of Corona is less than death because of suicides. So, pe the people have committed more suicides rather than people have died from Corona. More people have died because of suicides. So, that's what this frustrating situation comes when a person is trying to enjoy this material senses and is not successful. And that is not possible also. That's why Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita that Sukham Endriyam Yatta. That means this, this happiness which is coming out of sense object coming in touch with senses. It is temporary. And it is false enjoyment. It cannot make a person happy. He can only become happy when he does with Supreme Lord, which is real nature of soul. And next thing what he says, temporary household life certainly embraced by anxiety. So, household life, household life is one of the, just like we understand in Manasama system, there are four kind of, four Varnas and four Ashramas. And four Ashramas are Brahmacharya, Grasth, Vanaprasth and Sanyas. So, Brahmacharya is a bona fide Ashram. So, actually all the Ashrams are actually meant for developing spiritual sense, advancing spiritual life and ultimately the person takes Sanyas so that he can fully uh, absorb understanding about Krishna, preaching about Krishna, giving this message to others and making his life successful and others' life also successful. So, this is the Vanashma Dharma, Brahman, sorry, not uh, Brahmachari Kras, Vankras, and Sanyas. So, there is something called as Grahastha and something called as Grahamedi. There are two different words. What is the difference between Grahastha and Grahamedi? So, definitely Grahastha is a bona fide ashram. Those who are actually following all the rules recognition of spirituality, what is quoted in the scriptures, what is quoted by Acharya in Grahastha life, they are nicely practicing. But does not mean, Grahastha does not mean simply a married person is not Grahastha. 
is not a grahastha ashram. It is grahamedi ashram. What is the meaning of grahamedi? Grahamedi person means he is living with his family, his wife and children, but first mainly for sense gratification. He does not have any higher purpose of life. He does not know anything beyond sense gratification. Only center around his his selfishness. Maybe Prabhupada also says selfish or extended selfishness. That means either he will think about himself. or maybe you think about uh, his family or society or maybe if you go little ahead something else this country like that it is called as extended selfishness so he is totally engaged inside for his for his family and mainly for sense gratification but what is the meaning of ashrama ashrama means a place where spiritual practices has been done where a person is taking some austerity in order to please krishna they are chanting reading they are doing bhajan they are doing kirtan they are talking about krishna that is the meaning of ashrama so one can be in any of the ashramas prabhupada says not necessarily the person has to become brahmachari but he has to follow the rules and regulation of particular ashrama for a brahmachari yes if a person is brahmachari he has to stay under the guidance of his spiritual master spiritual master will train him spiritual master will tell him what to do or not to do and he will understand how to control his senses so when he understand how to control senses he understand the science of spirituality he has served spiritual master then it is optional for him if he want he can go to grahastha ashrama otherwise he can remain a brahmachari but even though a person into grahastha ashrama it is not for it is not that for entire life he should remain grahastha no as it is mentioned prabhupada also mentioned at most for 50 years 25 to 50 this much age person should remain in grahastha ashrama after that he should voluntarily take Leave from the family responsibilities, and he should go for vana prastha. What does it mean? Go vana prastha. That means he is living in vana, in living in vana prastha ashram with his wife, but he is not still. He is still his wife, but he is not entangled in family engagement. And there is a time that he can understand higher things. This is a time he should he will practice spirituality. He will go to pilgrimages with his wife. No more sense gratification. Very humble living. Only satisfied whatever he get from uh, mercy of Krishna. and try to slowly he will develop his dependence on the lord and slowly he will gradually advance in spiritual life and the time will come he will take sanyas then he will he will not stay with his wife he will live alone sanyasi will live alone only work is to please krishna consciousness so this is entire varnashram system and the first mistake what we do because we try to adjust ourselves with this material adjustment we want to make some patchwork because there is some problem let's some problem is there rather than taking what is the root cause of that problem we will take some patch solution patch making okay this is, let me do this thing so for example people are very frustrated so many people they go on weekends to some pub bar or some out no some outside of the city from some very remote place so that they have peace but again monday onwards they have to do the same thing so whenever monday comes they are not happy friday comes they are happy because two days they will, they will so called they will enjoy But why don't we think why I am not enjoying permanently? Our nature, Jiva Sattva Jigyasa, Anandamaya Abhyasa, living entities part and parcel of Krishna, and Krishna is called as Anandamaya Abhyasa. This full of enjoyment. So when Krishna is full of enjoyment, why I am not full of full of enjoyment? Not why why I am not able to enjoy every moment. That is the question we should ask. And then we get uh, when we ask this question, then we call as. brahma ji kya sa when we really understand what is the real meaning of real happiness and ashila prabhupada says many of the places that living entity is actually by nature is servant so either we have to serve our senses we have to serve family we have to serve our body we have to serve our uh, 
country we have to serve our kinsmen but neither a person who is serving is happy nor the person is getting served is happy unfortunately when a person serve krishna jasmin tuste jagat tuste when a person serve krishna then he can make himself happy and he can make others also happy because just like example is mentioned in our scripture just like a root of a tree suppose if you want to water a tree if you want to nurture a tree then you will give food to its root and automatically if when you give water to the root automatically water will be supplied to all the branches and twigs and leaves and everywhere so similarly when we serve the root that is krishna automatically all the things will be taken care but unfortunately we don't have faith the last one has a faith although he was in so much of difficulty he could have easily so easily he could easily to easily say that i i will not going to i will uh, not follow krishna i will not follow spirituality i will not become chant krishna's name but he never gave up he was following krishna consciousness even though in midst of so many difficulties and that's why he is glorified as a pure devotee so similarly we also may have many difficulties there are very some challenges and that's what happens many times a person is some four boys they sell prabhu i am telling uh, i right now not able to chant 16 rounds why because some office pressure is there so office pressure is there we understand but can we not take little extra austerity so that krishna will be pleased that this person even though he is uh, having so much of trouble so much of problem but still he is taking out time for me so that is a devotee that he will take all the troubles for krishna and all the good qualities of devotee automatically will develop that's why it is mentioned a devotee has all good qualities even though pralad maharaj was a child but because he was servant of vishnu servant of krishna he got all the good qualities finally when he uh, offered his praise we will understand now next session we will see many many important instruction of pralad maharaj is giving he will giving he, he will give us what is the process of bhakti what are the different process of bhakti are there we have to follow and what are the authorized way of following a pure devotee everything he will mention and just like prabhupada writes in this work but ultimately we should live with devotees this is a very very important thing even a person is going to vana prastha ashram also he should try to associate with devotees then only he will be successful and especially as prabhupada writes here vrindavan vrindavan is a place where all the people those are staying a devotee of krishna so when a person lives in vrindavan automatically his consciousness will be good he will be god conscious and that's why it is being told one of the principle of bhakti what given by chaitanya mahaprabhu one of the principle of bhakti is that one should live in dham if one not cannot live dham if one should live in temple at least actually he says if you cannot live in temple you should live in dham if you cannot live in dham at least you should live nearby dham and if you do not have dham you cannot live in dham you cannot have temple you can make the temple at your home it is not very difficult prabhupada is not very difficult wherever you are staying just uh, have if you have a grahastha then install a duty of gornetai start worshiping them if you are not a grahastha just staying alone just have one frame if possible and every day in front of the lord you can chant hari krishna mantra you can do some kirtan kirtan also is not very difficult is not that you have to every time when you do kirtan you should have all the instruments available with you no problem prabhupada says simply by clapping clapping is sufficient by clapping you will come into ecstasy this is the power of kirtan so there is no hindrance if a person really want to advance spiritual life all the tools are available everything is available and the most important among all the thing is devotees association when you live with association of devotees all these things automatically we will learn we need not to just like we have a facility where some boys are staying together they are following spirituality together 
they're getting up in the getting up in the morning early they are following all the rules regulation if you do everything in isolation it is very difficult you cannot uh, maybe expect a person internalist is very very strong in philosophy and very hard in his following to get up early in the morning every day but if you live a devotee association if 10 people are getting up in the morning early automatically you will get up early in the morning automatically you will chant automatically you will take prasadam automatically you will chant hari krishna mantra so this is the power of association and that's what prahlad maharaj is also teaching us tatva gatam grahand kupam grahand kupam this material life is like a grahand kupam it's a dark well and what is telling we have to leave manam gatavyat hari maashrayata that if you are very much struggling there ultimately person has to live with devotees then only he can understand spiritual and what to do with the devotees association first thing what devotee will tell is that we have to chant hari krishna mantra we have to chant krishna's name we have to uh, associate with the lord through through his holy name this is the process for kali yuga 